0: The film and TV show is part of Bridpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or follow Scene on Twitter to find out more.
1: Hello. My name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. Houston, we have a problem. We're the LUNATICS! US! It's not them! We're wrong! My mom always said Life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. The space goes down, down, baby, down, down the roller coaster. Sweet, sweet, baby, sweet, sweet, don't let me go. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa butter, shimmy, shimmy, rock, shimmy, 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 shimmy cocoa but shimmy, shimmy, rock. I met a girlfriend, a trisket. She said a trisket, a biscuit, ice cream, soda, purple nail Who's Ooh, leader? walked down the street ten times a week. I then met it. it, I said it, I stole my mama's credit. credit I cool. Oh, I'm cool, I'm hot, suck you in a my three more times.
2: Good evening and welcome to the film and TV show with me, Richard S. I hope you enjoyed that uh, nice little intro that I did there, which is kind of gives the the game away of what we're going to be talking about today. And it is the... uh the acting royalty of Tom Hanks, um, who is a fantastic actor. And tonight with me, I have my two stalwart guests. I have <laughs> Andrew and Alex with me. Hello, guys.
0: Hello. I thought you were going to say Stooges for a minute. Uh, it's just because you can't
3: find anyone else, so he yeah. brings us in, you know. <laughs> not at all. I like having you guys in.
2: Sometimes I just have people who just want to come in and we just get full up, so it's very difficult. Mm. As you can see, there's there's not much here. But, yeah, exactly. but I love yeah. having you guys in. bare bones, yeah. In. I love having you guys in. It's brilliant. Well, thank you very much. So, um, so, yes, so uh, tonight we're going to be talking about Tom Hanks. So uh, my T-shirt of the week this week is uh, nothing to do with Tom Hanks at all. It's Captain Planet, um, <laughs> which is done by the awesome Sorella <laughs> Print. So if you do need any custom tees, go to see the uh, the girls at Sorella Print because they'll sort you out. But, yeah, Captain Planet. I haven't got a Tom Hanks one, so I just figured <laughs> I might as well go for that. <laughs> um, if you are listening on the podcast, thank you very much. Please hit the subscribe button and share it with your friends if you can do. And also leave me a review as well. That would be amazing. Um, so we can just get a couple more reviews on there. Five star preferable, but obviously tell us what you think. Honestly, it'll be great. Um, follow us on Twitter as well, at the FTV show and also on Facebook, FTV show. We're also on Instagram, film and TV show. So uh, give us a like and a follow on those as well. That'll be great. So going to be cracking on. Uh, I did do a poll on uh, on all the social medias, actually. And a lot of people shared it and I was quite surprised by some of them, you know. So, yeah, you said. Yeah. So I'll go through. I'll go through a couple now. We'll crack straight on I'll go through a yeah, couple. Dear. So um, over all of the social media, mm-hmm. okay, 42% of votes were for Forrest Gump. Yeah, I can yeah. understand that, yeah. Which is, you know, you would expect that. It's, it, it's one know, of his
3: most famous roles, I think, in terms of... Like, it is,
2: and it's when he won his, yeah. his second Oscar for that as well. Yeah, so yeah. Um, 14% was for Apollo 13.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, again,
2: yeah. 9% for both, Green Mile and Big. Really? Which I was really shocked mm, okay. I was really shocked at Green Mile. Yeah. Really mm. shocked. I mm. like it. Great film. But there are a couple of others that I think probably would have come up high, and I'll get to those in a minute. Mm. Um, and to make up the top five with eight percent of the votes was The Burbs, mm-hmm. which, which again it's not one that many people no, know No, I've about, not seen that one. No, but it, so... it's absolutely fantastic film. So, mm. and then in the uh, others category, mm-hmm. um, we've got Philadelphia six percent. Yeah. Toy Story five percent, classic. Cast Away three percent, and wow. we've joint two percent. Turner and Hooch and Turner Terminal and Hooch, the terminal, oh, yeah, terminal,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there's some of most of that. I thought Cast Away would have been higher. I yeah, I would have I put. Would have I
2: would have thought would have thought so as well. But but no, only three percent. But I I wonder if it's
3: not net people weren't necessarily thinking tom hanks's best role they were thinking yeah, best, best film with tom hanks in, yeah, which, which is, is I why ask. i could yeah which is like why i could see some of those being further up the list Whereas as i like cast away it's not i don't think it's necessarily as good a film but it's it's him the whole film yeah. is him acting with you know acting to himself you know yeah, and he's no, an outstanding acting talent whereas i think some of the other films might be you know, there's like Apollo 13 is a you know a classic, absolutely classic film. Absolutely, so without it a doubt, gets, gets perhaps further list. I, I don't mean, know.
2: there was cool. a couple of notable mentions for um, you had uh, Road to Perdition, yeah, Money Pit as yep. well. Um, Charlie Wilson's War was in there as well. A couple of you know, I think two people mentioned that as well, right. But yeah, it, I was I was very very shocked. I mean, what I want to do is obviously between the three of us, let's see whether that top five is what we would pick as top five. Yeah. But I, but it was it was a bit of a shock for me to be perfectly honest. I I was expecting Castaway and Toy Story. Mm. Yeah. To yeah. be honest, with you. I was expecting Toy Story to be really high.
3: Yes. But, but then again, do, do people think Toy Story and think Tom Hanks? I think they just think of the toys. Yeah. I yeah. don't. I think that not necessarily that they associate that film with. Mm. Tom Hanks is the actor. Or they don't associate whoever the. Re- I mean, I don't know. Tom Hanks is the only actor I could name. I mean, Tim Allen. You Tim Allen, John Ratzenberger. That's pushing it, but
0: yeah, <laughs> uh, I can only name Tim Allen and uh, Tom Hanks. <laughs> no. from begin, you begin to struggle after Disney that. Like,
3: you, yeah. I know you, you recognize their voice, but you couldn't mm. put a voice to a, a face, almost. Yeah, it's,
2: it, it was just it was just a, a shock to yeah. be honest. And, yeah. and, and and I've I've done some breakdowns for the top five. So Forrest Gump which come in at number one from, uh, from the social media poll. And I've got some quotes I want to go through from some people uh, from Twitter as well. Yeah. Um, Forrest Gump had a, a budget of $55 million and it made $677.9 million. Wow.
0: Who was the director on that as well? Uh, pass. I think, Can't wasn't remember.
2: it Ron Howard? It might have been Ron Howard. I'm
0: going to have to Google that. Yeah, right. when, I'll
3: Google that later. When, so. re-
2: when was it released? 1994.
3: So thinking about that, like obviously, like that may not seem like a lot of money now, but Back in then, 1994, a film making that much money is a lot. That mm. was a like, hell of a lot of money. Um, yeah. They're breaking their, all they're breaking records all the time now. But I think making a, a film make that much money with that kind of budget, yeah, you know, well, is, f- would be Forrest huge. Gump
2: took so many Oscars yeah. that that following year, mm. it was just ridiculous, you know, and. Apollo 13 which came out the next year in 1995. That cost 52 mil and that took 355.2. Yeah. So slightly less and took a lot less. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um but you know and but the cast for that was just stellar. Yeah, yeah. You know f- for that one it was it it was it was massive. I mean you had um Go on,
0: you... uh, it was directed by Robert Zemeckis. Oh, was it? Yeah, I was okay. completely wrong with Ron Howard there.
2: Oh, fair enough. <laughs> no, fair enough. I thought it might have been Ron Howard to be honest, because he's done quite a few, mm. quite a few films with Hanks. Um, but yeah, Apollo 13 had Kevin Bacon, Bill Paxton, Gary Sinise, Ed yeah. Harris. That's a you know a great film. And then you Bill had Paxton. Um...
0: <laughs> game over. Yeah, yeah, game oh, over, man. man. Too, <laughs> so, We're
2: too not... soon, too soon, man. Yeah, it's too, too soon. <laughs> um, Green Mile was the most expensive to make out of all of the top five films. Sixty really. million cost to make that film and it only Frankie. took 290 million at a box office in 1999
0: but it is like it's one of those things where you can't forget it once you've seen it
2: yeah it's an, mm-hmm. yeah I mean it's one of those that hits you right in the feels
0: I still don't even know how uh, what sort of genre to put it in really
2: it, yeah it's, <clears> it's a strange one isn't it because it's
0: it's got some sort of
2: it's like drama thriller type
0: yeah elements and, yeah it's, it's, mm.
2: it's bizarre um big and the burbs both uh, cost 18 million to make. Now, obviously, Big was 1988. The Burbs was 1989. Mm. So both had a very similar um, budget. Mm. Yeah. And uh, Big took 151.7 million. Back in 88, that's a hell of a lot of money. money. That's a lot of money. Um, And The Burbs only took 49.1. Which is really bizarre because The Burbs is one of my all-time favourite films and I'm going to go through why a little bit later. But, just kind of, uh, it, it's funny how that's kind of worked out that the top five, they've incrementally gone down yeah. in terms of overall <laughs> takings at the box office, which yeah. is strange. And, and in some way, you know, barring the Green Mile, it's gone down in terms of what it costs to make as well. Mm. But it, it, it's just really, you know, it, it's really, really strange. But, but you know, we're here to talk about, about Tom Hanks and mm. the guy is acting royalty. And, and I defy anybody to say otherwise um, because he is just an absolute... Legend. I mean, yeah. you you see uh, you see clips of him like he he photo bombed a wedding, yeah. And they, mm. they 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 videoed it. They took <laughs> pictures with him, and he he was brilliant. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. been in Kylie Ray Jepsen's music video. I mean, how random was that? Yeah. That was random. You know, was... Tom Hanks in Kylie Ray Jepsen's.
3: Of course, the, the classic pairing. He oh, wouldn't put them back. together. I
2: know, right? But he. But we, we will dissect some of his most famous roles um, in a little bit. But I do want to go through some of the uh, some of the responses that I had on Twitter. So theme park films. Um, podcast, they put a top ten in the comments. I I did ask just for their favorite, but I've got uh, one to ten in this particular order: Big, Toy Story Two, Apollo Thirteen, Cast Away, Forrest Gump, Toy Story, A League of Their Own, great film that by the way, uh, that thing you do, Toy Story Three, and Terminal.
0: Ooh, that thing you do is really good. Yeah, I, I know. Completely forgot about. But that no, one.
2: that was literally the only vote for that thing you do from mm. uh, from theme park film co- podcast. Um, Diane Knight, which is at Candy's Treats. Um, she put Forest Company is one of my all time favourite films mm. and just literally left it at that. Tubash um, <laughs> R, she put, I unashamedly, unashamedly sorry, love The Burbs. Uh, my favourite role has to be Woody Wright. And um, Super Nerds UK also said, I'd say The Burbs. That or his guest spot on Saturday Night Alive as David S. Pumpkin. And I've seen that. <laughs> I didn't know what that was and I've seen it and I absolutely wet myself because it was hilarious. <laughs> um, Sudden Double Deep podcast, they put The Burbs. Um, Jack and the Geekstalk, uh, Polar Express. Yeah, yeah. Polar Express. Mm. I love Polar Express. <laughs> I've got children, so I love Polar Express. One of those Express. films
3: that I I see on TV a lot, but I never watch it the whole way around through. I, you always catch you, <laughs> yeah. know, you always catch like it a third or two thirds of the way through, and then you watch a bit of it, and you're like, oh, well, like I think Tom yeah. Hanks films are
0: usually Christmas sort of. Uh, those are the big ones to put around Christmas because Forrest Gump is a big one to see yep. on TV. Mm. You um. You occasionally catch Green Mile. Um, I always, um, Green Mile is a weird one for me, uh, especially like going back to favourites because I would put it up in my top three along with Forrest Gump and Castaway. Um, But it's not something that I would ever think to sort of like take out of the DVD case, put in for like an actual moment and watch it. But if it comes on TV, I'm definitely sort of definitely watching it from start to finish. It's really weird.
2: Absolutely, I've got (laughs) um, I've got Cast. They've put. We're both catch me if you can fans. Yeah, I'm I like to sure, catch me is, if we can. It's a
3: fantastic. Film. <laughs> um, but then I suppose
2: again the the
3: focus there is probably more on Leo than it is yeah. Tom Hanks. Um,
2: so. CNC Geek cast have put Green Mile. I will never not cry like a baby at that yeah. film. And again, defy anyone who doesn't cry when John Coffey finally bites the bullet because that's just so sad. Now, now this one, this one is contentious, right? We watch anything podcast, okay. They've put Road to Perdition wins, Honourable Mentions, Big, The Burbs, Sleepless in Seattle, The Money Pit, Splash, Loathe Gump. Really? Wow. They loathe, loathe Gump. Forrest Gump. I haven't asked why, mm. but I will ask them now.
0: I think you should block them
2: though. You guys <laughs> need to tell me. We Watch Anything podcast. Tell me why you loathe Forrest Gump. Please tell me. Tell me in a tweet. Now, is it, is,
3: would, do you loathe it because everyone else loves it? Because like, well, often that happens, and yeah. you know, there's no logical reason as to why you loathe no. it, but it's no.
0: it is lengthy it's not a movie that's you know uh, a, a quick watch you can't just no. put Forrest gump in and be like oh this is this is nice it finishes in about you know an hour and a half but um i'd never say i'd loathe it mm. uh, there's just too many good things you can appreciate the film uh, yeah. the sort of cinematography the uh, the subtle um cgi that they've used throughout the movie it's really good it is a it is a phenomenal um, film but yeah like to each their own, I guess.
2: Yeah, and that's kind of what RTD nerds say as well on Twitter. They put Forrest Gump all the way as if there's any other choice. And mm. uh, the Neb Il podcast underneath put, let's be honest, Toy Story is the best Tom Hanks film. Mm. So, you know, <laughs> um, and then the Filmmakers podcast, they made a really good point here. They said Cast Away, pretty much just Tom on screen and he nails it, though he's great in all these films. And then he's put, and I I, I obviously agreed with that, and, and they've put, he's not rated as an all-time great by many very strange as he really should be. Mm. And I totally agree with that. Mm. He really mm. should be hailed as I th- I think he should be hailed as acting royalty because he may not be um raking in as much money as The Rock, but mm. he's a pretty nailed on cert that the film is going to do relatively well with him in a in, in a leading part. I, and I honestly think that. I I, th- I think he
3: mm. he'll be looked back on when when you know in terms of well, like he's 10, still alive 10, well no but I mean like in terms of ten twenty years down the line, I think you know we, we're going to be looking back at him and going, yes, he was acting royalty but because he's still so prevalent in films all the time. I wonder if it's you know it it often takes looking back at something to realize how special it was. the thing is
0: um with Tom Hanks is he is a true chameleon um he's an actor that can you know take any role, be it comedic serious uh you know real life sort of uh reflecting on things like uh, captain phillips and things or you can go completely fantastical with polar express and um toy story and he can change his sort of personality his his uh, accent obviously uh everything to match the role whereas if you do look at someone like dwayne johnson he's a likable guy and we all enjoy watching him on screen he just plays the rock but he does just play the rock yeah yeah, and, yeah that's all he does and yeah, unfortunately Dwayne Johnson is now getting a lot of roles um, that he may, well he he fully deserves them because he works hard, but Tom Hanks is one of those greats that probably we should all be thinking, hang on a sec, he can do a really, really good work. We should be paying more attention to him when his movies comes out and uh, going to sort of support him almost. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. So more directors hire him.
2: Absolutely. Um, and on that note, we'll play a quick song.
4: You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead, and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed, you just remember what you're. You got a friend in me Yeah, you got a friend in me You got a friend in me You got a friend in me You got trouble And I got them too There isn't anything Be a little bit smarter than I am Big and stronger too Maybe But none of them Will ever love you The way I do It's me and you, boy And as the years Go by A friendship will never Die You're gonna see It's a gas Darn me you got a friend in me In me You got a friend in me
3: Hi, I'm Holly Dempsey. You're listening to the film and TV show with Richard S.
2: Thank you very much, Holly. Um, yes, so you've got a friend of me by Randy Newman. Love Randy Newman. <laughs> I, I think I played this before, and I think we we were yeah, going we're, about Family we're taking guy. Taking the mickey family out, guy, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Randy Newman. Just eating an apple, Brilliant. Takes a boy. <laughs> so I, I want to talk about the the number five on the list from social media, which is the Burbs. Either of you two gents seen it?
0: I have not, but I'm going to uh, search for this movie and watch it afterwards. You absolutely
2: should. It's it, it's one of his earlier roles. It's after Money Pit, um, okay, and it's after it is after Big as well. Uh, yeah. I'll just mm. make sure I get that right. It is after Big, yeah. Um, and it's he basically plays a guy called Ray Patterson. they live in a little cul-de-sac, you know, mm. the little genteel American cul-de-sac. Yeah. And um, there, there's him and his, his neighbours. Um, you've got Art. You've got uh, oh god, I'm just trying to remember now. I have got it down. Um, you've got so you got uh, Mark Rumsfeld. Carol, his wife Carol, Art, uh, wine gardener, uh, Corey Feldman as Ricky Butler, hmm. and um, and they're all perturbed when a new set of neighbours move in. Now, they're all you're very much quintessential American cul-de-sac. You know, they cut their lawns yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and all this. Happening. And this family called the Klopex move in. No one ever sees them. They just see their mailbox with Clopex on it. And there's some funny noises coming from the house. And obviously being the curtain twitches that they are, yes. they like to investigate. And they come to the conclusion that they're murderers, that they've murdered the, their old neighbour, Walter. Um, so they go on uh, a spree to to effectively prove that they're right. So they break into the house. They try and break into the garden. They, uh, they eventually cause a whole load of havoc. And, mm. and, and now... Hanks is he's taking a week off work because he's stressed and he needs a break. So you know his his wife Carol played by the brilliant Carrie Fisher is uh, they want to go want to go on holiday, mm-hmm. uh, and he's like oh I just want to stay in the house and just relax. And his and his neighbour uh decides to to drag him in on this escapade to find out <laughs> about whether or not the Clopex are really murderers because they are they are they're like I would. I'd call them Carnies. They're very much like Carnies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and the the leader of the family is uh, is played by the brilliant Henry Gibson. Um, he's been in so many films, so so mm. many films. And he plays uh, he plays Doctor Doctor Werner Klopek. and he's he's he, he's brilliant in it. He's kind of steals steals the the, the show yeah. um, when he's on screen, and it is it is brilliant. But obviously, there are a few things that that happen. I don't want to ruin it for you. I'm gonna play a couple of clips though, cause there there's two clips that I absolute well yeah, there's two that I absolutely love. Um I'm gonna play them and I'll and I'll talk you through the 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 thing for it. So this is the first one
1: As soon as that car leaves in the morning I'm going over the fence and I'm not coming back till I find a dead body. <laughs> Nobody knocks off an old man in my neighborhood and gets away with it.
2: So at this point, they're under the illusion that mm. they are definite murderers. Yeah, yeah. definite, definite murderers. <laughs> and um, basically, what he's saying is, I'm going to break into their house when they go away because they go out at a certain time every day. Mm. The car's blacked out. It's a, it's a it, I think it's a Chevy wagon yeah, type car, it, yeah. uh, classic old car, mm-hmm. and it's all like blacked out windows and everything. So they can't see, it, but they see the car going off and it's smoking and everything. So he basically wants to wants to break into their house. Mm and obviously he does so um, and he kind of makes an absolute balls up of it and and this is what he says after it's all gone a bit tits up
1: look at me I'm a shell of a man because of you are get of that case already they didn't do anything to us they didn't do anything to us all right so they're different so they keep it themselves can you blame them they live next door to people who break into their house and burn it down while they're for the day. As you do. <laughs> Remember what you were saying about people in the burbs? Are people like Skip. People who mow their lawn for the 800th time and then snap. Well, that's us. It's not them. That's us. We're the ones who are vaulting over the fences and peeking into people's windows. We're the ones who are throwing garbage in the streets and lighting fires. We're the ones who are acting suspicious and paranoid. Eyes. We're the lunatics. Us. It's not them. Yeah, I've been blown up. Take me to the hospital. Take me to the
2: hospital. I'm sick. So literally, it's all gone tits up. <laughs> and he's just had enough. And I'll, when I hear that back, I can't help but think of Woody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I literally yeah. can't help but think of Woody. But... But that's kind of the towards the end of the film and it's, it's just hilarious because the rant he's having face-to-face with his neighbour, who he was great friends with, mm. um, and he's just literally right up in his face and he's, he literally has been beaten black and blue. <laughs> it is, it's hilarious. But there is, there's one particular part in the film, one particular part that I absolutely adore. It's a very, very short bit and it's where Rumsfeld, who's this, uh, he's a a vet. Uh, yeah. vet, you know, a veteran from uh, Vietnam or whatever. Oh, okay. He likes to carry guns. He sits on his roof with his sniper rifle out and he's watching people <laughs> coming in. And, and they see, he sees this one one of the family, the Clopex, trying to get away. And it, this sums up the, that character perfectly.
1: Hey! Pinocchio!
2: Where are you going? And the geezer looks like Pinocchio. He's got the German dungarees <laughs> and the tops no. and the... <laughs> Literally, it is the funniest thing you will ever see. It is it is one of my top ten favourite films of all time. Oh wow. I absolutely love it. Strong and, and Hank's in it is he is brilliant because yeah. he's still very young in his career. He's mm. he's kind of he's he's had the huge success with Big the year before, yeah. which was an absolute groundbreaking film in terms of perception. Yeah. Um and he was awesome in that. And it is kind of right it didn't take as much money obviously, but it was still great. You should definitely definitely watch it. Um I would personally I would put that a lot higher in a top 5 of, of Hanks films. Yeah. I I would probably put that at 2 or 3 maybe. No. That's but that's okay. just me. Um Big would definitely be either 2 or 3 as well. He was yeah. immense in Big. I mean mm. anyone who doesn't know Big you, you guys seen Big? Yeah. 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 I mean it's just one of those films that you can watch back now and as a child you would think, "Yeah, man, I wish I was an adult." Yeah. And you can hear kids saying it now mm. and you think watch this film because it's Mm. nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) absolutely nothing nothing like that. Nothing like that. You won't get a job in a toy company. You won't get to dance on uh, massive piano keys on the floor. You won't get to play rock and stock and robots and you won't ever, ever get an apartment full of toys. Yeah. Ever. You get to do adulting things
3: like doing the ironing and Mm. washing up. Yay.
2: (laughs) But it was was a genius (laughs) film and Hanks is brilliant in that because he's just so childlike and yes. he was yeah. he was quite yeah. childlike in that you know he was born in mm. 61 88 you know he was in his what, 27 so he's he he, he was playing a, a child in an adult's body as such and mm. yeah he seems to have done that brilliantly in that yeah, role yeah. yeah
0: it was um i don't think it's one of those movies that can be uh really uh remade now just from some of the some of the uh sort of uh points that it brings up where uh he's obviously made into an adult overnight and then when he goes downstairs he, he confronts his it's like uh, his mum, his mum, yeah and uh she freaks out thinking like he's a kidnapper and uh, he's taken her son away and yeah it's it's some actual issues and like the sort of abandonment issues that he obviously has because he has to run away from home yeah and yeah yeah i don't think they could remake it like in modern day society uh with all the sort of technology advances that we 've got now, where our kids are sort of growing up well it, it it's it's still really relevant, but it's a different era and a different time, so yeah. it doesn't i don't think it would ever be one of those things where you could go back and remake it uh, but perfect but it's like a perfect classic as it is anyway
2: it'd have a completely different impact on society mm. as what as mm. what big did because mm. big was obviously. You know, it it was saying to kids, you know, you go to a fun fair, you wish on this and, you know, it'll come. it's kind Mm. of every kid's Mm. dream, isn't it? It's a film basically around every child's dream to to be an adult, but have a child's mind and be able to do everything that adults don't necessarily tend to do. Because in that film, it's
3: living life without any responsibilities and, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. You just get to do whatever you want, you know, which when you actually become a grown up, you tend to have something that you have to actually do, like pay a mortgage or whatever it might be.
2: Yeah but it it it's kind of the anti-adulting. Yes, I yeah. think and, and and that's what makes it such a great film and I think the overall um the overall way that Hanks portrays that is probably it, it warrants a much better response. Personally, I think, you know, in terms of his acting credibility because I th- I think he was amazing in that. I think it was yeah. one of those films that he probably took on after Money Pit and kind of thought, well, you know, th- this is going to be a little bit of fun, a little bit Mm. A bit, you know, laughy, and no, laughy, mm. and and it actually took off really, really well. In you know, in in back in the, the late eighties, that was a lot of money. You I know? wonder I mean. if he
0: thought it was going to be like Splash. <laughs>
2: probably, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Even
0: that's got sort of like a cult following, though. Yeah. A lot of people still really love that, and uh, yeah, it's it's down to him, I think. In in a lot of these movies, uh, if they'd cast anyone else, I think it, the movies wouldn't. Uh, wouldn't have been anywhere near as successful as they uh, as they uh, became.
2: No, and I think that that <clears> comes down <throat> to to Hanks is both likability and, like you said earlier, his versatility and his mm. his chameleon esque type mm. persona. How he can kind of throw himself into different roles and he can be different people. Yeah, you know, you've got when he plays um, the, the the guy in Castaway, and it's mm. literally yeah. him on screen on his own. <clears> to be in Forrest Gump again, he has a, a strong you know, cast around him, mm. but it's still predominantly him. It's
3: all, yeah, it's all, it's all about them, him. Yeah.
2: And then you've got, you've got films like uh, Toy Story, where it's just everybody, you know, there's a, there's a, a platitude of, of, of cast that just literally have their own screens, especially with mm. Tim Allen. He's quite a big person mm. Uh, mm. in terms of voice, in terms of, mm. you know, projection. So sharing with him wouldn't have been great. Um, you've got Turner and Hooch, you know the dog steals a show. Yeah. Let's yeah. be honest, dog steals <laughs> the show. That's true. Um, uh, you've just got there's just so many. I mean, the terminal where he's technically on his own. He's got a supporting mm. cast as well, but he's still technically on his own. Some of his best films, like Apollo 13, great film, deservedly yeah. needs to be in a top five, I think. Yeah, because not only is it based on a true story, mm. I think he plays Jim Lovell perfectly well, yeah, and I think yeah. the supporting cast is phenomenal. You know, they they really help kind of. Solidify and consolidate his role yeah. around it, and I think the actual star of the film, personally for me, is Gary Sinise. Yeah, I think it's I think it's actually him. I think mm. he's, you know, he's the the center stage man. He's the one that mm. saves him effectively, and I think that kind of gets lost a little bit in the in the overall portrayal in the film that it's kind of all about you know Hanks as Jim Lovell, and you've got um, uh, the guy who plays Fred Hayes, uh, Bill Paxton, yeah. mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon as Swigert. Yeah. You know, it kind of gets lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think it is Sinise as, uh, as Ken Mattingly that kind of steals it for mm. me. But, but like yeah. like you were saying, I mean, it's
3: often an actor's credibility can often be found on either when they're on screen for a very short amount of time, but they deliver something really spectacular, like an uh, example being Science of the Lambs, for example. You know, Hannibal Lochte's on screen for 11 minutes, yep. gets, gets an Oscar mm. for it, you know, because he's that good and it's that memorable. Or a character that's on screen for so long yet he's able to you know deliver the the beginning of the film as as well as he delivers the end of the film you know and, and vice versa Absolutely. And he's not just kind of by the end of the film you're just kind of reading it in you're kind of fed up where you just want to get it over and done with or, or whatever you know and being able to show diversity across the film like in castaway you know his character changes dramatically from the start to the middle to the back to the end again you know yeah And the same in in Captain Phillips was was one of the films I I suggested, you know, I've seen quite recently. And, you know, he he changes from this character who's very stern and very uh, in control to someone who's trying to manage this situation. And then right at the end, you just see him break down and, and, you know, he's finally out of the situation and he can let himself almost, you know, not be in control anymore. And just breaks down, and you just see you know, he's been holding that together the whole time. Yeah. Yet now he's able to because he's, you know, he's he's free. So, yeah, mm. yeah,
2: it is, it, and I think it is a testament to, to just him as as an actor. And mm. you know, you only got to look at the awards that Hanks has won, mm. uh, and he likes to call yeah. himself Hanks H A N X. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> I do think that that's actually yeah. quite cool. Um, but he's he's won two Oscars for Best Actor, mm. Philadelphia, which is an absolute powerhouse of a film yeah absolutely loved that and he really worked hard to kind of get the get the 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 body weight the the physicality of the role he worked Mm. so hard and bearing in mind that was only like five years after the burbs Mm. so it was his next big 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 film um and yeah you know won an oscar for that and then the year after won it with forrest gump one of only what four or five people who ever win it back-to-back in the yeah. entire yeah. 70-odd years of uh, of the Academy. He's got four Golden Globes. He's got big um, Gump and Philadelphia, and also he won a, a Golden Globe for Best Actor Castaway as well oh, yeah, and, yeah. in 2001. So yeah. Seven various Emmys Yeah. Um, and two Screen Actors Guilds for, for Gump and Apollo 13. And they're just individual. That's not to say that the film's... aren't that great because you know Gump and Philadelphia cleaned up Um, Castaway got quite a few um, good a few nominations it's hard not to not to look at his films and think oh my god how can you just pick one that's just perfect because Mm. as an actor he's just he's just phenomenal and he's It, he is royalty he has to be if mm. if you're thinking of the likes of uh you know Elizabeth Taylor Richard Burton mm. um John Wayne yeah. you're looking at those sorts Clint Eastwood as well you know yeah. you're looking at those and you think hang on a minute you've got to put Tom Hanks in the same bracket oh yeah, yeah. i because... think
0: he, i think it's a step up even from them uh, in terms yeah. of the movies that i've watched starring like, don't get me wrong uh Gran Torino uh with yeah. Clint Eastwood i think is one of his uh, most recent performances that I would say is really noteworthy uh, that I can remember of. But I would, uh, and similar sort of effects with Tom Hanks, uh, but so much more escalated with Tom Hanks is when I watch his movies, I actually come away from them uh, sort of emotionally drained yes. and sort of connecting on a personal level with each and every character that he plays, as in obviously. Not so much with Toy Story, uh, but certainly <laughs> hey, with I come away from Toy
2: Story emotionally draining. Toy Story Three <laughs> em- is emotionally Sto- draining. Yeah, yeah, Toy Story Three yeah. is like a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. But
0: um certainly with, with Castaway you're with him for the entire journey uh, of his character development. And there are times like especially when he's um spoiler alerts, uh when he's got th- past the reef and he's just sort of floating and like there was that massive adrenaline spike from him, you know, battling the waves and battling the element elements. And then he's just sort of like lying there, exhausted at night on the uh, on the raft. And I was at that point just sort of like breathing out in exhaustion as well, just yeah. watching it. And you're like, afterwards, after every Tom Hanks movie, I always need a cup of tea.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Classic, folder. absolutely. And on that absolute bombshell, let's play uh, one of my favourite favourite songs from uh, from Forrest Gump. there you go there that's Running on Empty by Jackson Brown which is an absolutely phenomenal song um, from Forrest Gump which you know we could talk about Forrest Gump forever in a day because it is probably one of the most recognisable films and one of the most quotable films that, that there is but yeah. I, I don't think it will do justice to spend time focusing on that. I mean, it is a great film. It is, it is, uh, it is phenomenal. The, the performance that Hanks puts in is just absolutely off the off the chart. Yeah. You know, yeah. he and
0: he... all the others in there as well. They, I think they uh, bounce off Hanks quite well. Uh, he probably inspired a lot of them to do better job than uh, well, not a better job, but just inspired them to yeah. uh, up the
2: game. Up the game. Yeah. Well, yeah, you had Robin White as uh, as Jenny, Gary Sinise again as mm-hmm. Lieutenant Dayan. <laughs> um uh, Micheletti Williamson as uh Benjamin Buford Blue as Bubba. 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 Uh, Sally Field as well. It's Sally Field, great actress fun. Sally Field is, she's so mm. versatile as well. Mm. Uh playing his mum and then Hayley Joel Osmond as uh as Forrest Jr. Mm. So not in it for a lot, but, no. but still you can tell it you can tell it's him. Um but yeah it, you know Forrest Gump is it is Forrest Gump. It's yeah. it, it's a brilliant film. I absolutely love it and it's one that I would watch and I would watch if i had it on dvd but i don't uh but i always watch it on tv when it comes on mm-hmm. i know it's stupidly long but yeah, it's another
3: one of those marathon films that you've got to like yeah you've got to want to sit down and watch it that's the that's yeah. the only thing it's not it's not something you just flick on you know no, no. it's um it, <laughs> yeah. especially if you're watching it on tv and then you add in all the advert breaks and you're like oh we're gonna be here all day <laughs> not in a bad way but no
2: no and it, it's one of those like you know like you said it's you come away feeling drained emotionally from that Mm. film because it is it's a huge roller coaster that film and you know there's no way in hell that anyone is that lucky Mm. (laughs) (laughs) ever um for being that stupid however in saying that i think he plays he he plays the character phenomenally well Mm. and i think Mm. he get the mannerisms the the way he speaks the the way he 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 just portrays himself Mm. is just brilliant Absolutely brilliant, but we won't go on about it. What I do want to talk about is a League of Their Own, which didn't make my list because it only got like one mention. Oh, but wow.
0: something else, uh, else that wasn't mentioned, Lady Killers. Yes, mm,
2: yeah, but, Lady uh, Killers. Yeah, but no, people tend to go for the main ones. But mm. a League of Their Own. Have you, have you guys seen a League of Their Own?
3: I haven't seen League of Their Own. Neither have I.
2: It's basically it's it's a baseball it's a baseball film. It's a film right. based around. Um, the The war when women took over the mantle of playing, being baseball players, right? Yeah, uh, it's got Gina Davis in it. It's got Tom Hanks. It's got Madonna. Um, it's got Rosie oh, O'Donnell. I think I
0: may have seen this a very, very long time ago, but I think I may. Yeah,
2: have. it's it, it's a phenomenal film, and it, it's it's based around um, the manager who takes over a team, and they they try and push to to get to get people who aren't going to war to basically come and watch women play baseball. Mm. And obviously, back in the forties, it was kind of like, hang on a minute. This is meant, this is a guy's <laughs> sport, you know. Yeah, what yeah, are these? Yeah. What are these chicks doing playing baseball? But it obviously picks up and it does spectacularly well. Um, but it's kind of centered around the, the struggles of the the women themselves and what they find themselves in, and uh, it focuses on Gina uh, Gina Davis's character, um, mm-hmm. Dotty, and her sister Kit. I can't remember Laurie something or other. She was the girl from Tank Girl. Oh yeah. If you know, know what I mean. Yeah. Um, she kind of reminds mm. me of the female Pauly Shaw. Yeah. Um, yeah, her. Uh, a real compliment I, there. I don't mean that as any disrespect whatsoever, but I, I just can't I don't think it can be disrespect, Richard, unfortunately. Well, well you know, but it, it kind of, uh, they get split up and, and so on. And, and it, it's a great feel good, feel good film. And they, they yeah. eventually mm. get put into the into the Hall of Fame and um and and yeah it's just brilliant and there's there's a song in there that that really kind of um i don't know it really gets me and i kind of think it's it that it's brilliant and this is the this is the live version of them singing it in the film um and it might jog some memories for those of you listening on the podcast and for you guys as well
5: up, hear that call the time has come for 1
2: I mean that just goes on for a little while after mm. the interview there, but, but that song just just gets me because that's the whole cast singing it, and that was just kind of done off the cuff, and that was the mm. actual song that they sung, and there is a there is a video on YouTube of the original um, women of the All American League that yeah. actually sang it, and mm. it's it's just it's it's brilliant. It's a great film, and it's a great. Hanks is brilliant in it. He he kind of mixes the um, the way in which he's kind of anti women baseball players to. Yeah, have you kind of?
0: I've just yeah, I, I remember the movie, yeah, I, I, because uh, it's it. It was n- not just the song, but like um, as you're describing it, yeah. It's uh, don't they end in the championship as well? Or yes, yes, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And then they get all put in the in the women's in the baseball hall of fame as mm. well. They get inducted into the hall of fame. Yeah, um, and he was brilliant in it because he, you know, initially he was anti doing it. He was very kind of. You know, um he treated them as they were blokes. There's one scene where he's just like, There's no crying in baseball <laughs> and he just yeah. says it and it's just like the I don't know which character it is, but they're just in tears <laughs> because they because they struck out mm. and obviously he's shouting and then they just start crying and You've got, um, you've got the baby, well, the baby, the young kid in their Will Angel, they call him. And nice. he's like, you're going to lose. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, it's a great film. It's one of those, it is a feel-good film. It doesn't sound like it, yeah. but honestly, it is a feel-good film. It's one of those that it doesn't come on TV very regularly. It mm. comes on probably once a year, maybe twice, if yeah. we're lucky. Mm. I always try to watch it if I can, because yeah. it's, I, I just think I need to watch that. Because it... Mm. it it's great I love sports films and uh, you know and it's it, and, uh, Tom Hanks is amazing in it he's so so strong and he's dealing with all these different emotions it's it's his versatility again that comes into it it's completely different from any other role that he did and I think it kind of you know it kind of shows that in, in the way in which he delivers his lines and mm. the way it's edited is it, it's just brilliant mm. you know he's just he's just great and it is it is a great film mm. it, I honestly think it is um, but you know, if you haven't seen it, I would suggest that you go watch it because mm-hmm, it's brilliant. Um, so, do we agree with uh, with the Twitter followers uh, and with the Instagram and everything with that top five as it is, or should we change I've, something?
0: I've just thought of a new edition. Go on then. Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Now, I knew yeah. that that would come
2: up. <laughs> I knew that would come up. I love Saving Private Ryan, um, and it is most definitely the best, one of the best wartime films. It's much better mm. than Dunkirk. Yes, Man. much better. Yeah. Much better than Dunkirk. Um, and I'm surprised it didn't get as many mentions as as I thought it would. Um, again, do
3: people do, do people think about Tom Hanks when they think about saying right Ryan? Is it more about the film as a whole rather than his particular yeah, role in it? In in which case, what you know, perhaps why it didn't appear on the list? Maybe, I don't maybe know, just just speculating. You know? I
0: just when I do think of it, I think of well, I, I don't think of Tom Hanks straight away. Uh, I do think directly to the uh, the invasion. Uh, first mm. scene, and that sort of blows everything out of the water. And I think a lot of the action scenes are absolutely spectacular. But if I was to think of actors, I think it's Tom Hanks, then Matt Damon, definitely in that in that order. Yes. Mm.
2: Yeah. I mean, it is it is a great film. And for those that haven't seen it, go and watch Saving Private mm. Ryan because it it it's a classic film, and it's mm. one that's it's really powerful. Mm. It's yeah. like supremely powerful, and it will leave you um, mentally, emotionally like just all over the place. Yeah. yeah. because it is just one of them films and it's and it, it, it I would say it's classic Hanks because it's yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. same as Cast Away, it can be exactly put in the same bracket. Cast Away as Gump. Um yeah, probably even even as The Green Mile or Apollo 13. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, it, it it didn't go on the list, but I, personally I wouldn't put it in my top 5 Hanks films for me, my mm-hmm. top 5 in in absolutely no particular order because it's almost impossible to uh, to pick a top top Hanks film, but for me, my yep. top five would be Gump, uh, Big, The Burbs, Castaway, and uh, <laughs> Gump. Uh, it's be Gump no, show, yeah. no, no, he's already got I've Gump. Got hasn't Gump he? I would probably say Green Mile. Mm. So, it's, so uh, I I honestly
0: came into this show uh, not really thinking about how many movies it has been in, but as we've gone on throughout this. Uh, it slowly dawns on you just how many films he's been in and just yeah. how many are absolutely fantastic.
2: I know, right? <laughs> and You've got to pick five. Yeah.
0: Come yeah. on, Alex, pick um, five. Oh, okay. Uh, Forrest Gump, Cast Away. Uh, I'm going to throw in uh, Saving Private Ryan because it is uh, it is one of my favourites. Um, Toy Story and Green Mile.
2: Okay. Yeah. a good, a, a Slightly different there, Andrew.
3: I think it would have to be Gump, Cast Away... Um, I don't know. I don't, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of what, what other ones I'd stick in there. It's Gump, Castaway, Apollo 13, Toy Story, I guess. Just because it's <laughs> classic. You know, I love Toy Story. Twisting your arm. <laughs> yeah. And probably Big after that, I think. Yeah. 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 So yeah.
2: we've each got, we can all agree mm. though that, that Gump, Gump is is in there. And Castaway as well. We yeah. can all agree yeah. that Gump mm. and Castaway are yeah. in there. And obviously the rest are, are down to personal preference. So, yeah. so you know, when when you look at, Uh, look at Twitter they were probably well social media they were probably all right in terms of what we got there from their perspective but uh, you know it's open to interpretation because with Hanks he's in so many Mm. amazing films which is why I will say again he should be deemed as acting royalty Yeah, Yeah. and he should be he should be entered into whatever Hall of Fame they've got he should Mm. be there he should be in it because he is a phenomenally talented uh, actor and director as well yeah Mm. Let's not forget uh, his directing credentials as well, and his all and his just his overall versatility and mm. chameleonism. Whether mm. that's a word, if it's not, I'm copywriting that word right now. I certainly <laughs>
0: feel as though there have, there are many other people that have earned a lifetime achievement award for
2: less. Yes, mm. Absolutely. Mm. and if he hasn't got a lifetime achievement award, I didn't really check. If he mm. hasn't, he damn well better get one because yeah. the the guy is is phenomenal, yeah. and he mm. really is. Um, and it would be nice to see to see him recognized for for all the work he's done not just that his charitable work as well he does a lot of charitable work mm. um he does a lot of work for for those less fortunate and you know he he's now bringing in the next next generation of of, of Hanks you know mm. his his son Colin, Colin yeah yeah he's fantastic as well you know as an actor and as a director as well and producer yes. yeah, he's you know a-
0: fantastic as a director he's um, done some incredible work recently I think he's leaning towards uh, more behind the limelight than. yeah
2: but then I think that probably his dad has had an impact on that because mm. he's seen his dad in front of the screen and behind and probably feels that he'd be better off behind he can have more yeah. of an impact in films which I think will put him in good stead for for the future yeah um, and he, he kind of he doesn't really do loads of big films he does a few I would call them independent films they're not but they are a lot smaller films than what you would probably expect from you know, the spawn mm. of one of the greatest actors of all time. I would imagine it's probably
3: still. I mean, not learning his trade, but you know, you want you want to. You know, the best directors are those that ply their trade at the, you know, on the the films that are a bit smaller before, just jumping. You know, rather than just jumping into big budget films that tend to just flop because directors don't really, you know, have a good idea of what they want to do. Colin,
0: I'm not sure if this is. Uh... Can't remember if this is fully correct, but I definitely know that Colin Hanks has gone on to say that he was not going to try and use his father's influence to um, establish himself in Hollywood. Quite possibly, that he was uh, trying to do that. I'm not sure if he originally started off as an actor under a different name, but
2: um... I read somewhere that I think he didn't use Hanks because mm. he would be associated with his dad. I do. I actually think you're right on that. Mm. I do. If, if we're mm. not right on that, tell us. You know, yes, tweet me. Yeah. Um, Drop me a DM or whatever, and let me know. But you're I, d- I don't think, I don't. If we're wrong, we're wrong. That's fine. I'm not going to tell you how, but you're wrong. Yeah, you're
0: wrong. I know his first role was in uh, Roswell. Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. good.
2: So that so that brings us towards the you know petering towards the end of uh the end of this show which has been uh, I feel quite emotional uh, emotionally drained <laughs> after it to be <laughs> honest it's like watching a Tom Hanks film. Yeah. Um but it's been it has been great and you know Tom Hanks is is acting royalty and he should be revered as such and he, mm. he should get lifetime achievement awards and for those of you out there who who also really do love Tom Hanks you know if you didn't get a chance to let us know your favorites please tweet me um at the ftv show let me know what your favorite Hanks film was. Um, uh, you know, I'd be I'd love to know if you've got any stories from any films or anything like that, please let us know because that would be absolutely amazing. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out to uh to Camelot Films and their new film that's coming out, which is Winter Ridge, uh, which is coming out uh next year. That's a film about a, a cop who his wife goes into a coma and he ends up throwing himself into a serial killer. It's one that's um it's an it is an independent film and obviously you know coming on from from Colin Hanks doing that as well it's you know independent films really should be pushed a lot more so mm. when that does come out do obviously have a look at that cuz it does look phenomenal and the trailer is coming out soon the feature is available but have a look the, d- um, the detective
3: throws himself into his work chasing a serial killer, not throws himself into a serial killer. Doesn't throw himself into no, he throws himself <laughs> that, into that, his work. That's never a good, never a good side. Like, hey, <laughs> <he's> just, like,
2: <laughs> hey, you know, if he wants to throw himself into a serial killer, that's entirely <laughs> yeah. his job. But, but no, yeah, yeah. he throws himself into the in, in, to, his work to yeah. catching a serial mm-hmm. killer yeah. as a as a detective. So, yeah. so yes, and also a quick shout out to uh, Norcon. Uh, which was this weekend and i had an amazing time there thank you so much guys for for having me and for giving me a press pass because that's amazing having a press pass is an absolute privilege and i I really enjoyed the time and you put on an amazing con um the the cosplaying was brilliant the guests were amazing and it was fun interactive so thank you very much i just wanted to say that because you know it's not often that these things get given the publicity that they should Mm -hmm. and i do honestly think that that Comic Cons and to meet film stars hopefully Tom Hanks will come to one at some point <laughs> in UK. that'd be nice yeah, nor, nor con. <laughs> mm, maybe ha, not ha, Norcon not. He, may, he may go to some of the others hey you mm, never know. You, know, you you, know you just don't know they may just turn up Warwick Davis turns up in all sorts of cons That's um, true. and he's quite a big star Yeah, you know so so yeah it's. It, I want Comic Cons to be a big thing you know mm, and mm. Uh, there are going to be a lot more local ones coming up around the Cambridge area so you've got Kettering you've got Cambridge next year as well Mm. Um, that would be awesome for for people to really get involved in, uh, and also check out some of the film reviews that I've done in the local people magazines, the Scene Magazine. And yep. if you live in Hamptons, uh, the Hamptons, it sounds like we're in New York. The right? Hamptons, yes. The not, Hamptons. not that kind of Hamptons. <laughs> unfortunately no, not, unfortunately. though. For those friends of ours listening in America, <laughs> it's not the Hamptons in New York, unfortunately. It's the Hamptons in Peterborough, UK. Yeah, um, not the same. Not the same thing, unfortunately not, <laughs> no. So, yeah, if you do live in the Hamptons in Yaxley or in Stanground or the surrounding areas, uh, have a look at the reviews that I've done coming out in the November issues that will be dropping on your mats uh, at the end of this month. I've done a couple of reviews on there, so have a look. And also have a read of my blog. I do do a blog as well, so, hmm. you know, have a yeah, look. You're all over the
3: place, Richard. All over the place. All media.
2: I just have a lot to say, and there's different ways in which to say it. <laughs> you like it.
3: the
0: flu. You're
3: spreading.
2: Yes, <laughs> I am. I am. But I'm a good type. I'm a good type. I'm yeah, good type. yeah. That's but, um, But, yeah, thank you guys so much for coming in. It's been it's a pleasure. I love having you guys in. It's amazing. It's um, always great fun. It's, it is. It's, and it's just kind of like just talking and just generally for getting time. I mean I played two songs, usually I play about six. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's, it's just so away. much oh, it's so much better to just do that than mm. chuck in some random songs. But but yeah, thank you guys so much for coming. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for listening as well on the podcast and those of you listening live as well, I do massively appreciate it. Um if you don't obviously follow us on any of the social media please do. That'd be awesome. If you want to get in touch, you know, if you want to ask any questions, if you even want to come on the show Give me a shout, you know, DM me, send me a message on Facebook, drop me a message on Instagram. Absolutely whatever. If you want to come on the show, if you want to talk about a specific subject, please do. You know, I love having people come on the show. It's great. And that's it. Next week uh, is going to be a slightly different one next week. I've got uh, horror coming up on Halloween. I think um, next week. Oh, that's right. Whatever happened to Will Smith? (laughs) <laughs> so that's what I'm doing next week what happened, to will, Smith? What happened um, to will Smith yes what did happen to Will Smith so that's what I'll be doing next week so uh, those of, those of Will F- those Will Smith fans out there please uh, get in touch um, if you guys are coming back next week that'd be great if you mm-hmm. want sure to come we'll back that'd there, be yeah. amazing and then we've got Halloween after that as well which would be great uh, doing some horror uh, that's it from me gentlemen thank you very much thank you um, Been a pleasure and yeah if you don't follow us on any of the stuff and if you want t-shirts go to sorella print and if you just generally like what we do leave us a review on uh, on itunes or stitcher or wherever because it the feedback really helps us to to kind of do what what we do yeah um and that's it i will see you all next week thank you very much
1: and that's all i had to say about that